Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. <laughs> Yo, do you have some coffee? where's my robe (laughs) i can't find my slippers hi and welcome to little miss recap the podcast where we claim to be strong independent women but you better help me with my bag across an airport um obviously it's like the this drives is... me crazy yes, yes. Dude, we see this a lot good. in these reality shows like i'm a strong independent woman but you best open the door for me and mm-hmm. pay for everything like what's her name on love is blind stacy this drove me crazy uh, with her i know she was the worst i'm a strong independent woman but i demand that the man pay for dinner every single time we go out to eat like what I think what, we'll get to it, but I think what she was more upset about is that he was running from her and not being yes, like waiting attentive. for her and going together as a couple. He was a million miles ahead of her. Which is 100% a legitimate issue. Yeah, it completely is. So yeah. don't even dare come for my girl. Because you and I both have situations where our husbands walk way faster than we do. Yeah. And we always complain about this. Constantly. Like, I always look like I'm Timmy's child, like, trailing 50 mm-hmm. feet behind him. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Oh, yeah. We we argue about it all the time. <laughs> Super annoying. Okay. Sure. My name's Amy Archer. I'm your host. I'm here with the bacon to my egg. Steph, what's up, girl? What's up this morning? Not much. Not much. I mean, I literally just rolled out of bed. It's like crack it on. I know. So, Still not much. <laughs> Still in my jams. Um, still on my blood pressure journey. If anybody has any advice. <laughs> you guys, please help. 
Please help us. Any advice that's different than stop watching Sister Wives? (laughs) (laughs) Remove Cody Brown from your life. Not Mm. happening. Oh, the wig came. Did I show it to you? I know, but you told me that it was too brown. No, no, no. The new one. Oh, let me guys, see. Guys, I bought a new wig. Oh, my God, you guys. You can't. Oh, my God. You guys. It's, it's a Cody Brown wig, 100%. <gasps> I have to cut it, though, yeah, to get his cut that. style. Oh, my God. So I've got to cut it. Right now, it's more like a, a Janie Lane type wig yes. from Warrant. Or <laughs> it's like only... Twisted Sister. Like a Brett Michaels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, guys, so, it's so great. So I have to cut it. And then I'm going to begin my little side project that I haven't told anybody about yet. I can't wait. I'm so mm-hmm. excited about mm-hmm. this. So, you know, I got my hands on a Cody Brown wig. That's all you um, need to know. Mm-hmm. So, Steph, today we're looking at Married at First Sight, Season 17, Episode 4, Good Life, no, Goodbye, Single Life, Hello, Marriage. Before we get there, let me just tell everybody. So, this is coming out on Thursday. Um, yesterday or the day before you should have heard Amanda and I finish up our Yellow Jackets recap with episode 10 of season one dropping. Nice. And then that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do that rewatch. I bet. And, um, also we're doing Roadrunner, the story of Anthony Bourdain, which I'm super (gasps) excited about. I bet you are. I know how much you love him. I love him. So, uh, we're just going to... like just geek out over him for like two hours probably Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then of course you know on the weekend you'll have sister wives and we're gonna do golden batch golden batch i watched it did you not yet Mm, let me just say stop right now you guys everybody right now just somebody have my back all i want to say her not to spoil it I'm not going to spoil it. All I want to say is my opinion has dramatically changed about one of the contestants. That's all I'm going to say. It better fucking not be Teresa. Oh, I hate that bitch. Why does everyone hate Teresa so much? I was watching this and I was trying to think about it. Because she's a psychopath. She's a shit stirrer. And you know it. This would be my worst nightmare that I would get on one of these shows and... Not doing anything differently than I exist in the real world. People would just hate me. Villainize you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would just be a villain. Yeah. I would hate that too. It's because it's like being wrongfully accused of a crime. And that's like my worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. Wrongful imprisonment is my worst nightmare. Yeah. Well, I don't even like people to say I did something that I didn't. Like, let alone put me in jail. God. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I mean, I was born ready for this. Are you? I mean, I feel like we're still kind of in the boring episodes, right? We are. Like, yeah. Let's have somebody bang. Let's have somebody do something. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing I want to tell everybody. I won't be here this weekend because I'm going on a bang trip. Oh, is that what we're calling it I'm now? I'm very excited. Okay, yes. then. That's what it's okay. called when you go away with your husband and no kids. It's a bang trip. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will be gone out of commission for four days i'm excited for you though you deserve this well you may have a little disruption in your release schedule that's all i'm saying real nice guys real nice okay sister wives will still come out on sunday that's the important thing okay all right let's go brennan and emily he carries her into the hotel room so this is the episode where the couple spend their first night together and then face what i call the shame panel which is their spouses friends and families 
mm-hmm. for uh, brunch the next day, and then they do they head off to the honeymoons. Right. So Brennan carries Emily into the hotel room. Oh my god! Thank you for carrying me. It's so, it's so bad, and her sister is identical. She really is. So Emily, of course, is like, I got nothing on. I got nothing on under this slinky dress. You know, Carrie's going to see it all. I mean, we're married. Mm. Um, she she gets into bed. And, and she's I'm like, just like rocking back and forth. <laughs> she gets into bed and she's like, I really want them to leave. Me so too. I can suck your dick. I don't oh. know what she's saying. I don't. She didn't say that. She didn't say no, that. She didn't say that. That's Amy Archer commentary. That was implied. Mm-hmm. Now, the next morning, she claims they didn't bang stuff. I don't think they did. But not not because of her. No, I think it was more because of him. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, he wanted to slow, take it slow. And I, you know, appreciate that because I moved too fast. Yeah. And the wedding, it was like better than expected. I can't. (laughs) Like, why does she do that? Then she tells us, as if she can't get more annoying, that she blasts EDM in the morning. (laughs) No. Just kill me instead. I want you to just imagine being her neighbor. No. I'd be in prison. Here's where I would be in prison, you guys, because I would lose my shit. I need a quiet morning. I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. And she blasts the AC. I just want to get that in there. And she Mm -hmm. blasts the AC. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he needs to go to bed in a sweater and wake up terrified every morning. Now, my man Orion needs a quiet morning. So do I. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me Mm -hmm. too. I do like a podcast in the morning. Oh, same. Mm -hmm. Always. Or I could even do like a low, you know, low volume news format. Or low volume, you know, music, but Mm -hmm. nothing loud. EDM in the morning, I can't. (laughs) That is more than my little pea brain can even handle. Now, there was a time in my life when I was in my 30s where I would go to work and I would always usually be the first one in the office Mm -hmm. and I would have my Whiskey Town radio going pretty loud with some Ryan Adams. Pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. loud. And I would write that I would write to that music. Right, but I feel like going to work and doing that and doing that as soon as you roll out of bed are completely different times of the day. I don't even know. What is EDM? Let's get a sample. Electronic dance music. No, but like what does that mean? It means really loud, like it's horrible. Like club music. Like imagine if you like take ecstasy and go to the club. Like I think that's what (laughs) we do. Okay, isn't that isn't that what the kids say? Well, I don't know. I'm I don't know. I mean, up. I've never done it. I'm just saying. Can but I isn't sh- that like? Wait, don't you take on. ecstasy and then go dance to EDM and like you love everyone and it's so great? And Wait, then- hold on. Can I just type EDM into my library? <laughs> That's like <laughs> typing country music. Okay, here, here we got some. No. Nope. <laughs> We're dancing. Wherever you guys are listening to this, I expect you to be dancing. Oh, this isn't too bad. This one's not too bad. This isn't what I expected. Try a different one. What is happening? <laughs> Yo, do you have some coffee? Where's my robe? (laughs) I can't find my slippers. 
yeah, that's enough of that. So that's <laughs> that's two old ladies discovery DM. <laughs> oh God, I swear um, I'm only forty three. Okay, never know it. So she also has this heat thing, which I'm like, if you're having this at twenty, how old is she? Twenty nine. It's only going to get worse for you, honey. I think I figured it out though. The heat thing. So if you pay attention, many many times throughout the episodes, and I've noticed this more than once. That's why I'm bringing mm-hmm. it up. She appears to have like grease around her lips. Oh, like so sweat. I'm. No, like I'm pretty sure it's probably like Vaseline or like some kind of a thing, but it's always like if you, I have, I took pictures, of course I did. Um, But it looks like she's just been like laying around, like chomping on something greasy all the time. (laughs) So she probably has like the meat sweats. I'm oh, serious. Okay. I have a whole theory. She's like laying on the couch with some super sauna, just shoving it in her mouth. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, that kind of sounds like my dream life, but okay. Dude, I completely agree. I'm going to text you the picture right now because- Dude, give me I was laying on all... the couch with some prosciutto wrapped around a mozzarella cheese stick. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you, are you sending this to me yeah, right I just now? sent it to okay. you. You're, you're gonna see. Oh it. no! Oh god! What the fuck is that? I wasn't That's kidding. That's like a lip balm. Yes, but it's everywhere, Ew. dude. It's running down her chin almost. Okay. You see it? I'm not making it, it up. I, no, not, I see it. I see it. Put that in the backdoor. Put friends. it in backdoor friends. I have many pictures for you this week. I'm really excited about them. Put that in backdoor friends. Oh, it's coming. So all I could think about is the carbon footprint of this woman, that she has her air conditioning on 24-7, 365. You live in Colorado, open a goddamn window. So, all right. So she's going to meet Emily, or she's going to meet Brennan's friends and family. Mm -hmm. And we have mom. And mom is like, what kind of wife do you want to be? And she says, like my mom, nurturing, but I'm very career driven. And I'm not going to do her voice the whole time because it's irritating. I won't. (laughs) So the friend says, Brennan can be really stubborn. And mom says, he can be abrupt. Mm. What Mm. does that mean? I don't know, but I don't like abrupt. I don't like it either. And she Mm. says he's a temper. Yeah, I don't like this. I Mm. bet he's like the scary dad. I mean, dad is is scary. Vladimir. Mm -hmm. I do love me some Vlad Zelensky, I'm just saying. So mom is concerned that they are two perfectionists Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that won't work. Mm -hmm. Richie, friend Richie, is worried about her never having been in a relationship before. Richie's like, what the fuck is happening here? We need to talk about Richie. Okay. All right. I'm going to show you guys who I think Richie looks like now. I had some major, major Okay. I thought Richie looked like Ricky from Better Off Dead. God damn it. That is who he looks like. Oh, my God. me. I found another one, though. He also looks like Brendan Fraser from The Whale. Mm. And I'm not – this isn't – I'm just saying I I put together a photo. It's coming to you. Oh, yeah. Like – oh, yeah. Not the body. The face. No, the face. It's not – I'm not body shaming. Don't take it that way. His face looks just like him. Right? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Listen, right. this friend, Richie, is the friend you want on your side because he mm-hmm. is reading her correctly. Oh, he is. And he is no doubt running back to Brennan and being like, this is danger, danger, yep. Will Robinson. Yep. He's got like a list of shit. Mm-hmm. 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 
So now Brennan meets Emily's sister and parents. Now, how are you feeling about Brennan? Because I thought he was pretty cute during this whole I lunch. thought he was okay. Yeah. He was all right. He says he thought she was beautiful when he first saw her. And mom says, Emily is a career-driven person. Like, will you be okay with her working 85 hours a week? And uh-huh. her sister's like, her sister's like, for me, I just want to see how he is with Emily. Like, sister does it too, guys. Something's mm-hmm. in the water over yeah. there. But the mom is, like, not what I expected. The mom's great. Great, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the dad, the dad, I don't think, really said anything. No. At all. But the mom, like, I was expecting something, and this is terrible, but just by the way she speaks, I was expecting the mom to be a little bit obnoxious. Yeah, like a grown-up version of that. Yes, and she wasn't at all. Mm -hmm. I was really surprised. Brendan again says... Divorce, not an option. Mm -hmm. Divorce, not an option. Like, dude, don't lock yourself into that. Yeah, dude. So they come back together after this and they get the announcement that they're going to Cancun. And she's, I'm not going to do it, but she says, what a cute flag. And she says it in that way. And then she's packing and she says she has packed all of her fun stuff. The handcuffs, the the fun stuff and Mm -hmm. no whip. Couldn't fit the whip. So. It might have been a bit too aggressive. How are you feeling about them? I actually, at this moment, think they might be okay. Me too. Like, I think he's going to have a lot of fun with her. I do too. Because she's somebody who who really wants to be the cool girl. So she's going to mm-hmm. play cool girl for a while. Mm-hmm. But this is going to flame out. He's going to be like, um, this fast. is way too much for me. Mm-hmm. Well, She's because never I think... been in a relationship. Think right. about the skills that you pick up from relationship to relationship. How to talk, how to be I patient, know. how to consider other people. All those skills. Like, I she don't think we none. realize the magnitude of her never being in a relationship and getting married. Oh, it's a big deal. It's a real big deal. <laughs> it's a real big deal. Real big deal. Let's go to our I, faves. I need oh, – oh, go ahead. Your final thoughts? No, I was just saying, like, I think you're right. I think it's going to fizzle out fast. I think he probably has some of those, like, traditional cultural values that I think he gets from his parents with the, yeah. you know, the never getting divorced. You yes. told, like, I get the feeling that they're very toe-the-line kind of people. I could be wrong. Let's do a little misrecap pro tip. Okay. Never go into a marriage saying never get divorced. Mm. Oh, do you want to get divorced? No. Do you no. hope divorce is never an option? Of course. Of course. But don't ever lock yourself in like that, guys. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know. I know. I know. Just say till death do you part, but don't really mean it. Like, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that part is, you know, subject to change. Subject to change. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're with our favorites. Mm. And back at the hotel... My girl Becca gets in some pajamas that I am really down for. They're really cute. They're, They're like so pink cute. fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Pink fuzzy. They have like white de- like daisies on them. And mm-hmm. I just fucking love her. So love they're her. in bed and she starts talking about how, and I can feel this. She, like me, is like the five minute cuddler where she likes to snuggle right before bed. But then when she's ready to fall asleep, that partition comes up and you're out of here. And 100%. Like, 100% she is girl. us. We are her. Yes. Yes. So, you know, they're kind of like easing their way around each other in the room. And I feel like they're super comfortable. Like these two act like they've known each other forever. Mm-hmm. But he 
puts on a baseball hat to get into bed and I need to know what you think about this. <laughs> well, I think he, when she said, are you wearing that to bed? I think he was kidding when he said yes. Oh, see with but, him, I couldn't tell. Yeah. But why did he put it on at all? I don't know. I don't know. It was a little He's strange. He's a little goofy. I kind of like him a lot. I know I do too. I mean, so we'll, we'll get to my real crush, but. Right. I know. I know. All right. So they get into bed and of course they're super goofy and she's like, <laughs> So nice meeting you. I'll see you every day for the rest of our lives. And then they yes. go to sleep. Like, they're so cute. So then we see the next morning, they wake up, breakfast comes, and she decides it's time to have the talk about her the medical talk. issues. And yes. I'm like, oh, how is this going to go? Do we want to let them eat a little bit first? Is this the time, Becca? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she goes for it. And he kind of takes it well i thought he takes it really well but i'm afraid she may have downplayed it a little bit i i am too yeah so you know she explains to him that she has you know recently had exploratory surgery she does have ankylosing spondylitis which is what i thought she had when we talked about this last week um she does say that you know she takes a deal like a, an injection for it. i don't know if it's daily but whatever i'm assuming like one of the biologics And, you know, it is what it is. She lives in chronic pain, but that's her normal life. And I feel this so deeply, Um, you know, and I think he he does all of the right things, you know. He He does. And she does say endometriosis, right? She does tell him that. She does. Um, You know, and she says, listen, we're not going to be able to go cliff diving on our honeymoon. I'd love to do those things, but right now I can't. This is what Mm -hmm. it is. And, you know. And he says, hey, I'm sorry you had to go through that. And I'm like, you know what? Could he be any more perfect? He's fantastic. Now, later we see him. I feel like when we see him later, he downplays it. But I only think that's because she downplayed it. Right. So. All right. So we'll skip ahead to Mm -hmm. the the meetings. Mm -hmm. So he is meeting with her friends, whom I love. I love love everyone in her life. But I'm wondering why her mom isn't there. Why are we not learning anything about her family? Did we not see her mom at all? Her mom was in the wedding and in the wedding photos. So Lauren's dad also disappeared. And I think maybe it's they live out of town and they have to fly home. Oh, maybe. I didn't think That's of that. That's what I'm thinking. Um. So anyhow, you know, he's meeting with her friends. The friends are great. They're just saying like, you know, she's so great. You're going to love her. She thrives off of doing whatever she wants all day, every day. And I'm like, God, girl, <laughs> you really figured this she out. She really is like a free spirit. And I love it so much. Um. Mm-hmm. And then, they, you know, they tell her like, you know, how do you feel about her health issues? You know, and he says, you know, she told me about them and she's, you know, the the one friend is really supporting her and saying you know she's gonna downplay this and yeah she, the friend who started crying so they start you know she says to him like listen she just had surgery and she completely downplayed it like through christmas and recovered alone at christmas time and I she know, tears very up upsetting. And he does too and i'm like this is you know ugh. Could they have found anyone better for her i don't know right now i'm buying this i'm worried about him though um, i am too so But he says, you know, she told him, this is what it is. It's fine. And he's like, okay, fine. It's great. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does say, and I was really impressed by this, that, you know, he wants to look into it so that Mm -hmm. he knows what she's dealing with, which I thought Mm -hmm. couldn't be a better answer. And he asks her friends if he can reach out to them, 
you know, if he ever had any questions. And I'm like, that was really big. I don't even know that I would have thought to say something like that. It's funny because he comes off, I think both of them come off as immature when you first see them. But they're they're really emotionally emotionally intelligent. Yeah, there's an emotional maturity to them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So her friends say, of course you can reach out to us. We are your support system. And I'm just like, I love these fucking people so much. I know, I know. That's it. They're just fucking great. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, my girl <laughs> Becca is hanging out with Cruella DeVille, an adorable dad. Stink face mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned so, he's an only child. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding. That's mm-hmm. where this is all coming from. Oh, yes. And I'm mm-hmm. feeling some of this mama bear harshly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's telling the mom and the friends that for fun, they do themed events like muffin bake-offs. <laughs> like, I want to be her friend. She, I want to be her friend. She's every friend that we all need. Mm-hmm. We, You mm-hmm. and I need her. I want to play N64 with her. Yes. I want to eat a muffin slash cupcake. Yes. yes. And I want to be at your house while you guys are playing N64 because I don't really want to play it, but I'll mm-hmm. hang out for it and she'll make us drinks and I'll just sit there and drink the drinks and laugh yes. while you guys yes. play. And Timmy, Tim, Timmy, Timmy and I might hang out in the background and it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm here for all of this. Mm-hmm. I Me too. Love this. She's great. Anyhow, but Cruella's smiling and I'm still not buying it. <laughs> we have, we have thawed the outer layer of Cruella DeVille's heart. We have. But there's still a lot of iceberg oh, in there. Yeah. There's a lot of ice mm-hmm. to go down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, adorable dad says, you know, he's worried, you know, they're just perfect strangers and it's going to take some time and patience to get to know each other. And Cruella DeVille's like, uh-huh, giving the dad the stink eye mm-hmm. and just nodding her head. <laughs> but she says, you know what? I thought the wedding was incredible. Phenomenal, she, she says. Mm-hmm. But reality's going to slap you in the face, girlfriend. And okay. Becca's like, okay, oh. stop right there. Stop right Becca's there. Like, stop right there. That's marriage. Boom, Cruella. You don't call someone girlfriend. Girlfriend. No, that's so. Unless you're real aggressive, aggressive and you want to fight them. I know. <sighs> it was really aggressive. But her answer was perfect. Well, that's mm. marriage. Yeah. And she's yeah. right. She's not wrong. Yeah. If I were Rebecca, though, at this point, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What am I into here? But, dude, she handles this woman with such empathy and compassion. There is no doubt in my mind that Becca would win over any set of parents. Becca won me over at Hello. She's the type of person you put in front of any group of parents and she's going to win them over. Because she she knows how to read people. So the mom, Cruella, says, listen, he's my one and only. Mm. And his heart is number one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Although, is he the only – he's got to be the only child, right? Does she mean he's my one and only son? I don't know. So when you just said we saw the dinner and we I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But when we saw them at the dinner, when he announced he was getting married, the Mm -hmm. roommate was there. But was there a sibling? I can't. There is a boy there. And I don't know if he's a brother or a friend. So I feel like they don't say, but you could be right. He might be an only child. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I feel this number one son thing, as I put in air quotes, because my mother-in-law, as dear as she is to my heart, and I love her. We love her like, to death. She's amazing. My husband is her number one son. <laughs> He's her only son. <laughs> no, 
the joke is like she I know this is I a know. family joke he's her number one son so right. I'm like I'm mm-hmm. uh, you're mm-hmm. fucked is basically mm-hmm. what I'm thinking <laughs> all the focus and attention is on him all the time but Becca pulls out the fucking heat and she thaws this bitch right down because she really she's did. like she handles she pulled out a hairdryer and all. she does <laughs> and she says to Cruella DeVille to fall in love is one of the scariest things you can do. I have no business opening a business. Fine. Training for a triathlon. Done. But trusting someone with your heart is so scary for him. But for him to be able to give his heart to her is one of the greatest gifts. And she tears up. And then Cruella starts to tear up. And her- Cruella, you love her. She, I know. And she's mm-hmm. like, my, my blue mascara is going to be all down my face. <laughs> and I'm just like, how, how did she manage to pull this off? Everything yeah. is working out. I don't understand any of this, but I love it. Becca, you're perfect. But Cruella, basically it goes like this. Becca's perfect. Cruella's like, I trust you with his heart. But if you hurt him, I will shank you. The end. <laughs> There's a video going around somewhere. TikTok. Instagram, one of the the video platforms of an iceberg flipping over. Have you ever seen the underbelly of an iceberg? No, I, I never I have either. To. So, like this little piece of this little chunk of iceberg, you know, uh, splits no. off and it flips over. It is the most gorgeous blue. It looks oh, like really? glass on <gasps> the other side. And I keep thinking maybe Cruella Deville, once she of- flips, will be this beautiful underbelly She's- of an iceberg. Glacier glass. <laughs> Gigi. Oh. oh, I don't know, you guys. So anyhow, th- I thought both of these meetings went really well. Um, we do see them back at the apartment a little while later wearing their crazy floral shirts. And, they're you know, she's putting on a wacky hat and she's being silly. And so is he. And she's like, you have such a tiny head. And he's like, dude, maybe we both just have normal size heads. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably a really good point. I have an enormous head. We know this. And I brought that up because you always say you have an enormous head. No, dude, I do. I swear I have a real tiny head. Mm -hmm. It's just really funny. So I'm like, they're fucking adorable. I can't wear any kind of normal hat. I have to get an extra large or a man's. I know. Yeah. I get Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're great. She knocks on the bathroom door and says, can I see you naked? And then that was the end of their scene. I'm like, how are these two so great? Here's what I'm wondering, though. Do you think it's possible they could friend zone? Yes. And I'm afraid of that. Oh, me I too. I to talk about that later. I'm, I am a little worried about that. Okay. All right. Now yeah. I, have to, I have a full confession. By the way, over the weekend, I was listening to our coverage of Virgin River episode 10 oh no and when i said i thought calvin was hot at the end and you were like oh, of course of course so when i text you over the weekend that i'm really <laughs> really digging on orion you were like of course you are uh-huh. of course you are of course i i'm not surprised by this dude he is so there is something so hot about him i know you, he has a fantastic smile he does. He's always at ease. He's very calm and gentle. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I like in a man. I don't like the rah, 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 rah. Like, give me this over like a rip from Yellowstone any day of the week. Okay. Yeah. Like, give me that calm, gentle, 
you know, yes, walk softly and carry your well, big yes. dick. Great. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel you on that. The gentle, for sure. But there's, yes. he's. I feel like he's a little too gentle. No, like, is he, he gonna has be able this... to throw me around? I think he could. All I right. think he could. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he is in construction. I like, still. To do with I still hashtag never forget birth certificate. Never forget. I know. Amy, He's I got will a never forget making up to do. Do you remember in Prices Right the little yodeler? Yes, and of course. Up the mountain. Okay, and you would guess the prices, and then he'd move yes. up the mountain without going over the cliff. So I feel like he was moving up the mountain, and Gert's certificate sent him back <laughs> twenty five steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're back that. up the mountain. Again. Yeah. We're going. We're going yeah. back up. It sent mm-hmm. him three quarters of the way back down. <laughs> <laughs> So I just have, we have the sexy dress taking off. Now I want to talk about this for a minute. There is nothing sexier to me than when I'm dressed up and Timmy has to like unzip my dress mm-hmm. and take me out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sexy. Yeah. It just it is. is. It is. Yeah. Of course it is. Did you notice though? And every, with every single couple, they go out of their way to show the groom fumbling with the buttons. <laughs> yes. It happens in every, all four. It happens three. in every three season too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. So Orion needs help with his hair. Lauren's helping him with his hair. I just wrote he has a great sexy smile and he really does. Mm-hmm. He has perfect teeth. Perfect teeth. He does. Mm-hmm. He has perfectly right. straight white teeth. He's got a great broad smile. I mean, he does have a broad smile. Mm-hmm. Okay. He tells the camera he's hoping sex won't cloud their high, but like, have you seen my wife? Mm-hmm. And have you seen my growth certificate? <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Maybe I do need him to bring that up a little bit more so that my attraction fades. They talk about hair and Lauren introduces him to the satin bonnet and they become bonnet buddies, which is awesome. Amazing. The next morning they wake up and they didn't have sex, but they did talk about it and they Mm -hmm. made a plan to wait until they build a more intimate foundation. Mm -hmm. Orion says he enjoys quiet mornings. Mm -hmm. Of course he does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel that. she says... You know, sometimes she can't have conversations when she's angry or upset. And he's like, well, you should vocalize that. Like, he's so emotionally mature. I know. I love That's it. why Gert's certificate, I feel like, was a I drunken, know. I want to fit in with the guys. I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think I even said that when that yeah. first happened, mm-hmm. that he yeah. was just trying to be like, you know, one of the boys. Yeah. Lauren meets Orion's mom and sister. And we love Orion's mom. We love her. We do. Full stop. I have photos. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm freaking up all your recaps. No, it's fine, fine, fine. All right. So Orion's mom shows up, how Amy, wearing two of the most adorable pigtail buns I have ever Princess seen Leia in buns. my life. Yeah, yes. she's her Princess Leia hair. She's goddamn gorgeous. I mean, she's this woman. Gorgeous, you guys. She's I don't got to be 30 years old. I call bullshit on all of this. I agree. I don't think she's really his mom. This is a lie. Show but me the you picture. Got, all right. So here's a picture. I'm sending it to you. I have two photos. Sending okay. you picture number one is coming of mom. And then I'm like, oh, she's got pins on her jacket. So oh, I'm like, no. oh, Amy loves pins. Because, you know, every – all right. Sidebar. Every time we go on vacation, my husband usually finds some kind of random pin somewhere to buy Amy when we're on vacation because she attaches them to a bag, whatever. I'm like, oh, if Amy doesn't pick up on these pins, what? I don't collect pins. No, 
but remember you used to have that bag, that like canvas bag that you carried for a long time that would have like a vote pin on it or like, like a Dude, pin. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Whatever. Because <laughs> I bought you pins. Anyway, she doesn't. She never knows what she's talking about. So I zoom in on mom's pin. Okay. I'm going to send it to you. And the pin says... Driver picks the music. Shotgun shuts his cake hole. <laughs> what? what? I'm totally what? posting this in the group for everybody. Mean? Well, I'm assuming it just means like she's going to pick the music and you're going to shut up and listen to or it. Or is it a song lyric? I don't know. That's why I'm putting it in Backdoor Friends so we can figure this out it's, together. It's, yeah, it's a thing. Hold on. It's so great. It's from Supernatural, the show. It is. Okay. Yes. See, I know nothing from about it. From the pilot of Supernatural. <laughs> it's so, says it. <laughs> it's so adorable, though, that I'm just like, oh, she's, she's a Supernatural fan. He's killing it in the mom category in every way. Please adopt me, Mama Orion, because I need you to be my mom. Please. Okay, so Lauren says to Orion's mom that she wants to mesh their cultures and make mm -hmm. him feel like she belongs. And sister's like, that would be great because, you know, being biracial, we've always felt like we didn't belong and living on the reservation and then coming to Colorado. Love and sister, sister. sister asks about their age difference. And Lauren's like, I'm really not concerned. Dude, he is mature. Yeah, like, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't need to be worried about that. Sis says he doesn't like to be overwhelmed with affection when he walks in the door after work. And I thought about you, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. That's totally that me. You? Totally me. <laughs> Whereas, like, I want to come in the house. Everybody hug me and pile no. on. No. When I come into the house, it's like, pretend you're not home. Mm -hmm. Give me 10 minutes to decompress mm -hmm. and then attack me. <laughs> so, Orion like needs. Actual fight, though, in my house. Mm -hmm. Truly. <laughs> so bad. You know. Yeah, I know. So Ryan meets with Lauren's brother and friends. Thank God dad's not there because dad mm -hmm. just read him for filth in the last episode. Mm -hmm. So Orion tells the story that he had a father and he left when he was very young and it made him become very protective over his mother and sister. Mm -hmm. And he Which says he, nice. it's sad. It's it very is, sad. I know. But it's it's something admirable and it's like a really respectable quality to have. Uh, of I course. So he says, they ask him, like, how do you feel being married to a strong black woman? And he's like, you know, I just, I love women. I was raised in matriarchy. I was raised to respect women. I hold them in very high regard. And the fact that she is a minority woman makes her even more special in my eyes and blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was great. Good answer. Perfect great. answer. Perfect. So then they ask about his career. He says, you know, I have a steady paycheck coming in. I'm always very focused on my career. And then her friend says, Lauren tends to get in her head a lot. Mm. So put a pin in that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Later they're at home and they're chilling and they're talking about Lauren going to get her hair braided. And then they get a basket announcing they're going to Cancun. Woohoo. That's it. Okay. Cam and Claire. Oh, you guys. Okay, I let, I need to talk about Cameron for a minute. Mm. I have turned on him. Mm, I know. I feel like it was something at that, that wedding that turned me, and it was when he was bragging to the sisters. I did mm. not like that. 
And I that feel didn't like, get me. I feel like he's one of these fake nice guys. Okay, you do? I don't feel that. I do. I think right. he comes across as a nice guy, but he's secretly like, not a narcissist, we overuse that, but he's really about himself. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. We'll mm-hmm. we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. get there. Go ahead. All right. So back at the hotel, there's some sudden real weird fucking awkward shit going on yes. between these two. Yes. And I'm just like they're fumbling awkwardly around each other in the bathroom and in the room and I'm thinking what the fuck happened on the ride over here? Weren't they fine like an hour ago? What happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Um He's pissed because, well, you could see it's all over his face. He's fucking real weirded out that he doesn't think there's any sexual energy towards him. And she says that she doesn't think he's fully attracted to her. And I'm like, they're telling the camera these things at different times. I'm like, what? So what happened? A la a Christmas story. Let's pretend we have the ghosts of Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal flying in. This is where the experts need to get them on the phone and say, okay, why do you feel there's no sexual energy? Because she's telling us she is attracted to you. Why do you feel like this is a a point where they can make a difference. And they used to. Right. And now they're not going to. I know. So this is just going to widen the divide. Yep. Big time. So... They're both suddenly really unsure of each other and take note of how she undresses after he's like fumbling with the buttons mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's good. That's good. And he's like, oh, I'll do some more. And she's like, no, whatever. And he's like, uh, okay. Like all awkward. And she mm-hmm. scurries into the bathroom. And then when he knocks on the door and she comes out, they make note that her dress is rolled up in a ball next to the toilet. What does mm-hmm. that mean? It's yeah. weird. It's weird. So I don't know, dude. They get into bed. It's kind of weird. She's looking forward to like some cuddling and he kind of gets in bed and shuts it right down. He says stupid shit. Yeah. And this is like, what I was saying about him at the wedding. Remember I was saying he's talking himself right out of this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's doing it again. I know. So he gets into bed and he's like, oh, as soon as you stop talking, I'll be out like a light or whatever. And she's like, oh, I guess that means I'll shut up now. <laughs> and they like just go to sleep. And he and doesn't like, correct her. He doesn't say, no, that's not no, what I'm I meant. No, I'm joking. I know. Right, so I'm right. Like, I knew he was being silly. Me but too. she took it very literally and they couldn't yeah. find their way out of it. It's yeah. just really weird. So they go to sleep. I'm confused. You can tell she's disappointed by this and so am I. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, 
caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. So the next morning they wake up and they're talking about how how they slept. And again, dude's like, uh, she's like, oh, I slept great. And he's like, I mostly ignored that you were there all night. And she's like, um, okay. I don't know. It's so weird. So they get their breakfast and he starts telling her the story about the grandmother. Okay. And now things start to make sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things are starting to make sense. So he tells her that the grandmother was some sort of a lieutenant in World Mm -hmm. War II and she Mm -hmm. ran what he called the Morse Code Girls which I'm like, this is the coolest goddamn thing ever. Do you remember there was a series? Yeah, I think I was just going to say, there was a movie or show about these It was a show, yeah. Yeah. And he said part of her job was to send messages about needing more carrots. Mm -hmm. And the Germans launched a whole operation of carrot deliveries because they thought it meant that they could see better at night, but it was all really just a bunch of bullshit. And that's just (laughs) fucking so adorable. Yes. I love this. So So the grandmother, so let me just stop you for one second. So in summary, the grandmother has done this grandiose thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then his next sentence is like, I'm most like her. Yeah. Like Uh he has an inflated sense of his ego, I'm telling you. He does. I think you're right. So he's like, you know, I was very close to my grandmother and she loved me very much and I loved her very much, although she never said it to me. And I'm like, ah. My grandmother never never said it to me. I told you, I tell you that all the time. Those of you who know me or have been listening know how much my gram adored me. She was obsessed with me. I know. She never told me she loved me. She told me like maybe twice in my whole life. This is so strange to me. Mm -hmm. She just didn't express her love that way. I know. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And he says he thinks it, but he never says it because he wasn't raised that way. Mm-hmm. He says, I can walk around all day thinking about how much I love you, but I won't say it. Mm-hmm. He says, but when I see you, I'll just jump all over you. And I'm like, okay, so, okay, we're getting that he just does but not know how like, to communicate at all. But weren't you kind of like, oh my God, you could hurt her <laughs> jumping all over her. <laughs> He's like a Paul Bunyan. Anyway, I don't know, you guys. Although he is an invisible ghost, so, you know. That is true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's saying, like, listen, I grew up very differently, and she tries to therapize him into talking openly with her by saying things like, well... I forgot she was a therapist. Yeah, and she's saying things like, well, you know, we have to talk to each other, right? We have to do this, right? Like, trying Mm -hmm. to convince him, and I'm only picking up on this because I do this in meetings at work all the time Mm -hmm. when I'm people i'll be like and then you click this because it does this right huh whatever i'm just Mm -hmm. because i saw it anyway he assures her that she's going to feel loved and she's just like oh i don't know 
So let's go to the meetings. Yeah, we'll go to the we'll go to the parents meeting. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I thought you meant the group scene. We'll do the parents meeting, no. then the group scene. Go ahead. So shit is real weird because Claire shows up dressed like a human candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, what is, is it? Halloween? I don't know what's happening. I'm only kidding. I'm just being a jerk. But she did. She had this really cute sweater on. She looked like a candy corn. Um, but, you know, they have a nice meeting with his friends and they're like, listen, he comes off as super confident. But until you get to know him is not really in, like when you'll learn his sweet side. And I'm like, maybe that's what you're picking up. I don't know. They seem to think it's an arrogance. Nice it's not. Orion is confident. Cameron is arrogant. There's the difference. So the dude friend says, you know, he has a very logical engineering mind, but he also does have a strong emotional intelligence. You just don't see it right away. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. She asks them if they think he's romantic and they're like, I don't know. Like, okay. When uh, your friends people even know him now, I'm like, when your friend, when, when you're meeting your boyfriend's friends and they have to keep saying things like, after you get to know him, you'll see his human side, basically, is what they're saying. After you get to know him, he won't seem like an arrogant prick. After you get to know him. I know. That's the red flags right there. I know. But they seem like decent people. So I'm oh, like. No, the again, friends are decent people. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying, but I'm trying to talk myself into it. Like, maybe we're just, I don't know. There I hope he proves me wrong. I had a good impression about him at first. I know. And then, I don't know, there was something about that, like, your mom just loves me, and everything I do, I succeed. Mm. I know. You don't I don't want to lead with that, dude. And I'm hoping that it's just sarcasm and his There's no humility. You know what I mean? I know. Well, we'll get there. We're yeah. getting there. Okay. So he's meeting the mom and sisters, and the sisters are grilling the shit out of him, and, you know... They ask him, so how many relationships have you been in? And he's like, five serious ones. Like, you know, where it's a year on and then I take a year off to decompress. And they're like, oh, are you going to need to decompress from our sister? Okay, so he's 32. He's been in five serious relationships. Yeah, that makes sense. So probably from his early 20s, right? Yeah. Mid, yeah, mid early. I yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think about it. Um, but, you know, and the mom is like, so what is it that you like about her? And he's like, well, I'm definitely attracted to her, but, you know, I need to find out what I like Hopefully about her. Hopefully the sisters will tell her that. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. if, they're, um, if they're doing their sister job, they're going to yes. blow up her phone immediately. And he really does a really good job next because he says to them, like, listen, I'm definitely attracted. I need to find out what I like about her. But what he does notice is he says she verbalizes her feelings. He's like, and I don't really know how to do that. He's like, I'm more into showing in a physical sense. He's like, and I'm afraid that we're going to get into this dance of mm -hmm. me saying one thing and her taking it another way and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he, this is really important because he knows this is going to happen. And it and is telling them and it's fucking mm -hmm. happening. Um, but you know, the sisters say he's a nice guy, but they're fucking unsure. Everybody's unsure. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know what it is. So, I don't know, dude. We skip ahead a little bit. They're back at the apartment. She's sitting with the anteater stuffy and they're talking about the meetings. And he's like, listen, we're going to need to work on our communication styles. And he's mm -hmm. telling her, yeah. again, there's going to be cross-wired and yeah. misread messages. Like he's saying all of these things. So like 
the friend is right. There is some emotional intelligence there because he's bringing all of these things to the forefront before he, she here's is, the thing, which I think is important, right? I think he has the emotional awareness to identify the problem, right? Yeah. But he doesn't have the skills to solve to the problem. Solve Right. A billion percent. But being but paired with a therapist, therapist could work perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. So it makes you kind of see why they were paired together. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. So they find out they're going to Cancun. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I burn real quickly. And he's like, motherfucker, look it. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I can be used as a traffic signal reflective. And this is so goddamn hilarious because he acknowledges that he's Jacob Marley. And then they just mm -hmm. float off the bed together. It's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> but it's, it starts to get a little weird they're at the airport they're standing in the bar and he's telling the camera while he has his arm around her she needs to get used to my sense of humor haha <laughs> and she's like looking up the tree and yeah. she's like kind of confused and she's like but i'm laughing i i get it like what yeah. he's they're just they're so not reading each other well at all and mm -hmm. i'm really scared mm-hmm so oh, we're going to move gonna on to the group. We're going to get to the group scene, and then we're going to come back to these two. Because they we, the episode. Before we do that, can we stop so I can finish off my last picture that I took for this episode? Yeah. It's a really important one. You have to stop for it? Okay. Well, I want to pause the before we go on to the group. Oh, okay. Last we're still week, recording. Uh -huh, sending okay. you a picture. Last week, I mentioned that somebody's friend looked like John Travolta. I actually don't even remember which yes. friend it was. Yes. Yes, I'm sending okay. you the picture because it's okay. this guy. Okay. okay. I'm going to post it in backdoor friends, you guys. It doesn't matter which friend it is. It just, I, I took this picture because I saw him do this eyebrow thing. I'm like, that's a total John Travolta move. He looks just like him. I'm taking a picture. I'm going to post it. I just wanted to throw it out there. What I do you see think? it. I see right? it. Um, I can't wait I'm to share all of these. i this version of John Travolta because I feel like I know, me the too. most Scientology version of him. Yes. I'm with you. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh -huh. get it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right. So group scene. They're going to group Mexico. Scene. They're in the lobby. They're waiting for their ride. They all meet each other. They've never yeah, met yeah. each other. Becca and Austin are given their takes on all the couples. Uh -huh. and Which is like, super cute. They're like, wow, Jacob Marley's real tall. Real, real tall. tall. And then they say, Lauren and Orion are fantastic. Like, they seem like they've been married. Like, this is their 20th wedding anniversary. I know. How adorable know. was that? They, I have never seen such well-matched people. The fact that we think, spoiler alert, skip ahead. The fact that we think that she fucks this up I is know. disheartening. Really okay. disheartening. So... Michael shows up. He's he's off his purple rain tour and he comes in and he's he's sitting down. He's tired. He's got to loosen up his tie, spread his legs open. We got sad lighting around him. This dude is working so much work for these cameras. It's so amazing though. And he's, you know, he tells them what happened and his girlfriend running away. And Emily's like, well, why did she wait so long? Why did she put you through this? And he says, look, I'm open to talking with her, but I'm not entitled to an apology from a woman who's doing mm. what she wants like he is uh -huh. such a try hard i can't mm -hmm. even with him it really I, is he is delightful to me in a, in a way that i just can't stop looking at him yeah in the yes. train wreck kind of way mm -hmm. but notice how cameron is really nice to him he's Cameron's super really nice, nice to him, to him. and they did you are. notice austin because he's like michael's like i don't you know i'm not entitled to a, an apology and austin goes 
fuck that dude she told me an apology and i was like there you yep. go and that's the thing about michael he comes across as inauthentic because like he's are, trying too hard we are constantly on a vh1 behind the music set with him do you remember the lighting and shit that they would use for that they'd have like michael's like sitting in a tall chair and like his arm just and he's contemplating and every rose has its thorn is playing he's like oh yeah this is the one song i wrote that gets the chicks in bed like he's just so it's it's Mm -hmm. so performative it is so inauthentic Mm -hmm. anyway Mm -hmm. Everybody loves him. They're like, oh, my God, Michael's the greatest husband ever. I know. And then Austin invites him to go on the honeymoons with them. (laughs) And he's like, no, no, I'm not going on the honeymoon. I know. And then I partly wondered, is he really going to go? I know. So they get on the bus and they're like whooping it up. And Cameron says, we have to be careful in Cancun. We can't go too far off the reservation. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) And... uh, um. Oh, Lauren, Lauren is like, oh my god, he meant to say resort. resort. And reservation. Uh-huh. No, he didn't mean to say resort. Unfortunately, in this country, racist and bigoted, like connotative phrases have have existed, and people do say things like off the reservation. Do they and- really? Oh, oh wait, yes. wait, we need to break this down because I didn't think that at all. I really oh, no, thought that was an thing. accident. No, 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 no. That is an idiom that has been, that is, you know, born out of ignorance and racism and is still used. I mean, I don't hear it used a lot today, but I've heard it in my life many times. Wow. My yeah. mind is blown right yep. now. I yep. really thought that he it was a mistake and then they no. were like roasting him and no. he was super embarrassed. It wasn't a mistake. And I'm not saying Cameron is racist. Let's forget he is an immigrant to this country as well. He may not understand the um, ignorance in that statement so i give him a pass on that i didn't pick that up at all but um, you know he was he was right to apologize for sure and lauren tries to play it off and orion goes i i know ignorance when i hear it and (sighs) i was like oh and uh, lauren says well ignorance isn't necessarily a bad thing it can just you don't know you don't don't know know. right Mm -hmm. and that's what i thought like, I was like, wait, why are we taking it that way? But maybe you're obviously right because I didn't notice that well, at all. And, and honestly, because he's only been in this country, what, 10 years? Like, he mm-hmm. just may not know. Right. You know what I mean? So, but do you um, think they were hard on him? No. Okay. No. I think that we are at a point in our culture where we have to call those things out. But okay, I also no, think you have right. to give people room to make mistakes and to, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Cameron should not be canceled for this. Don't get right. me wrong. But like Orion should have said to him, like, here's what's wrong with that statement. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know. So let me educate. Like a teaching moment. You right. know what I mean? But instead he kind of pulled a dick move about it though. But yeah, I mean, I guess put in the moment in a bus on the way to an airport. Right. Maybe he's, I wouldn't have been. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. whatever. So um, they get to the resort. They're met with these drinks. And that's all I have. Because then we go into Cam and Claire. Dun, dun, dun. Guys, brace yourselves. (laughs) It's not good. It's not good. All right. So they arrive at the hotel. And Claire immediately, the minute they open the door into the hotel and notice. Notice, guys. Notice, guys. Woo, 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 woo. He doesn't open the door for her. He opens and walks in at first. 
Okay. That was a does big. The door, there's two questions. Does the door open? It, it pushes in, right? It does. Front door? It does. So he walks in first. Does he hold it for her then? No, I think he just goes in. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I didn't pay that much attention. I just noticed she didn't go first. Okay. So anyway, the minute they open that door, she lays it on. She's like, dude, uh, would have been nice if you helped me with those bags at the airport. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And dude's like, what? He literally has no idea. So they show us a little flashback in the airport. Mm-hmm. And there's our girl Claire standing there with this big bag. Cameron's nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. This is so triggering for me because as someone who's been in a relationship sort of like this, where mm-hmm. the guy just doesn't have any sense of chivalry at all, mm-hmm. this is really upsetting for me. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And I'm going to say Cameron is the type of person that she has to say to him, I am upset that you didn't help me with my bag and here's why. My my bag was bigger than yours and it would have been nice if you had carried it for me and I would have carried yours. She has Mm. to walk him through each emotion. He doesn't make the connections. Well, right. So he says to her, Oh, are you not able to carry your own bag? <laughs> and I'm immediately like, No, doesn't he say, I am not capable? Are you not capable? Whatever Ooh. he says, similar. Yeah, but I'm is. immediately ready to start smashing shit in my room now when I'm watching this, okay? And it's hard to tell if he's like serious. And I'm like, Cameron, dude, just shut up right now. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. He's going to talk himself talking. right out of this marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's happening. Please stop talking. And she's mm-hmm. like, Dude, it's just a kind gesture. That a man helps a woman with her bags. And he bickers back and says, you weren't helping me with my bags. Mm. And she's like, it's just common knowledge that you help you help with the bags. It's just mm-hmm. what you do. Mm-hmm. He, again, shut up, Cameron. Shut up, mm-hmm. Cameron. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was told it was rude to assume that a woman can't carry her own, can't do the things. I'm just like, again, valid, valid point. But do not, like... This is not the way to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, again, dude, would have just been nice to have your help. That's all I'm saying, you know? And, and again, like, I think what really bothered her is that he was just dismissive of her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, because mm-hmm. I know I'm teasing her like, oh, you can't be independent mm-hmm. and have a man carry. Mm-hmm. I'm teasing her. I know. What she's upset about is that he was dismissive of her. Uh, completely didn't check on her didn't seem to care about her that's what's underlying this so they show a clip of her like on the tarmac and he's Mm -hmm. like up ahead in the aisle like way ahead with other people and she's Mm -hmm. like hey do you think it could slow down my legs don't move that fast Mm -hmm. ha ha ha." like trying to make a joke of it and he's just like standing there like nothing's happening he's just not getting it Mm-mm. So she's like, but dude, like, seriously, there's got to be things that are annoying you. Like, what can I be doing better for you? Right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, again, oh, you think I think you're amazing. All sarcastically. And she's yeah. just not feeling it. He's a dick. She's like, listen, it, I get that in this moment, we're not feeling comfortable with each other. And she says, we don't see each other romantically at this moment, right? And he looks really hurt. And again, notice she's like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Again, she's looking for him to tell her the to opposite. Yes, yeah. she's looking mm-hmm. to be validated, and he's not giving it to her mm-hmm. because he. So we start to see the dance, the dance that he warned mm-hmm. us all was coming. Mm-hmm. 
he's wanting the physical, he's wanting her to touch him or something. And she's wanting him all the words or whatever. And it's just not happening. And I'm so nervous. I feel like they hate each other. They're going to hate each other. They're going to hate each other. This is not going well. I'm really worried. There's always one couple that ends up hating each other. I think this is them. This is them. (laughs) And I'm like, that's all I've got. But this is not good. I'm really sad. It was. It started off so well, and somewhere from the carriage bike ride to the hotel door, I don't like. I don't understand what happened. From right. the wedding, they rode out on that carriage. They went to their hotel room. So here's what I think happened. Hall. I think the way that he makes comments is no. off-putting to her. I think you're right. I mean, he, you are right because it's off-putting to me. It is so. Here's so. I'm going to probably regret this and I'm sure I'll be apologizing in a couple weeks. I can kind of relate to him a little bit okay? because I'm not very good at saying what I feel and Mm -hmm. you can back me up in this in my marriage with Patrick. Mm -hmm. How many Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. when we first got together that I had to be like, I don't know how to tell him or Mm -hmm. I don't like that was something that I worked really, really hard on in therapy because I was not taught to verbalize my emotions. Truly. Of course. Sure. So I really, I feel his sarcasm because I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I deflect a lot when I'm feeling hurt or dismissed or not seen. I immediately get go, like my go-to is aggressive sarcasm, but But it's only a defense mechanism. But here's the thing, because my husband does this too. We always say you two are very similar. It doesn't come off as arrogant when you guys do it. It comes off as hurt. With Cam, it comes off as arrogant. Or or it can come off as mean. But it doesn't come off as arrogant. I disagree. Because I think you think that because you know me. Mm, Other people that don't know me, I have been told this a million times, especially at work. Oh, after somebody gets to know me, you're so nice. I always thought you were so mean. You're scary. I was right, but there's a difference a between and I'm like me. There's a difference between somebody being mean, something coming across as mean, and arrogant. There's a difference. Like um, uh, Cruella Deville. I know. How would you describe her? Scary as fuck. Right, but she doesn't seem arrogant. No, she's just mean. Right, like. Yeah. He is arrogant, and that is going to be his downfall here. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying there's a part of me that can relate to this blown out of proportion, sarcastic. Yeah, no, I, I get to. it. I, I live with this. You know it. Oh, I'm so scared of what's going to happen. Thank God I'm the communicator I am that I'm able right. to break through that. But Amy, you guys, I'm telling you right now, if I didn't do the work... And put mm-hmm. my own ass in therapy to be to learn how to communicate. My marriage would have failed years ago because my husband's not a communicator. I get right. this. Right. Yes. And Claire is though. Yes. So there's hope here. There is hope. I'm just scared that like he keeps saying the dance is just going to be too but much. But you know what she needs to do? And this is probably very hard for her because we assume that therapists can just therapize their own lives, right? I know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think what's hard for her is she's going to have to take off her wife hat and put on her therapist hat to get through to just, him. Right. And I don't know if and she I, can do that. 
And I have a feeling she's going to have a hard time doing that objectively. Right. Right. Is and that she's going to feel, res- she's going to feel resentful, resentful, and she's going to feel rejected. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's rejecting, or at least I don't yet. I, he could change my mind because I've already changed my mind 25 times. Again, Steph, if only there were like therapists on set. I know. Imagine what the show would be like if there were actual experts that could guide these people through these feelings and what comes up. What would we do? We wouldn't know what to do. These would be successful. Because again, guys, therapists don't usually therapize their own lives or themselves. They have Mm -hmm. therapists. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm a writer. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't not have an editor. I have to answer to somebody. So even remember last season when I was saying, we were talking about Chris and Nicole and the ones that are still together. And I was saying how everyone kept commenting on how she kept trying to throw therapy at everybody and talk everybody through shit. And now I'm wondering, like, she was doing that because literally fucking no one else was. And we were all really hard on her for that. (laughs) And the more I think about it, I'm like, well, somebody had to fucking do it. Truly. I think Lauren and Orion are so well matched. I think Becca and Austin are so well matched. I, I think, do think they're. I think they're all kind of well matched. I Claire just think. Cameron, mm. I'm going to be honest with you. You just hit the nail on the head. If any of these or all of these marriages fail, it's going to be because the experts aren't doing their fucking jobs here. Yeah. You yeah. can't just throw these people in a room and see what sticks at the wall. Like you can't, like you just can't do that. No. Or what is no. it? What is the thing? Throw the shit at the wall and see what yeah. sticks. Like that's what ha- that's what they're doing. You yeah. can't do that. I they agree. deserve the help. They it's fucked. It's actually like fucked up though. I have to tell you something. Um, you know, I interviewed Therapy Jeff yesterday and I was super excited. You know, I fucking love Therapy Jeff. My kids even follow Therapy Jeff. We I love know, him. It's so funny because when he came on screen, I said, I feel like I should be talking to your disembodied head because that's yes. his logo and I see it everywhere. But he has a, lo- a merch line out and one of the shirts yes. says, favorite patient. And I feel I like I that. need that because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love therapy so much. And Me too. Me too. I'm always selling it to everybody and I feel like I am therapy's favorite patient same me too and i'm never gonna stop going because i'm so fucked up so well obviously stop won't stop (laughs) do you want to stop because i don't no Mm -mm. don't you love when you get to like when you're in a really good session and you come out and you're like wow Mm -hmm. like you just feel like some shit happened and you don't even really know what but it's just great everybody needs that Yes, agree 100%. Come on, experts, come back. We've literally been fucking begging. What else do we have to do? Who do we got to bang around here? You know what Pastor Cal's doing. He's marriaging for punks, man. Well, marriaging for punks, so get over here and clean these punks up. Do your job. Do your job, sir. All right. Okay, Steph, what do we have coming up? Today is Thursday. So we have Golden Batch coming out this weekend. Yay. Yay. I'm oh. loving that show so much. Oh, God. Wait till you get to this week. Oh, love it so I much. Can't wait. I can't wait. All right, guys, please follow the show. Please, please leave us a review. Some of you have been leaving very nice reviews, and we really appreciate it. We really, really do. Five star reviews. Five star only. If it's mm-hmm. a three star or a four star, I want yeah. you to write that down and roll send it, it up, in a stick it in a little raven claw, and send it to me by Raven. Or you right. can email me. That's, that's probably easier. That's even easier. Or you could put it in a container filled with water and just put it in the back of your fridge. 
Or you can take your pillow out of your pillowcase and scream it into your pillowcase and put the pillow back in. Yep, you could do that too. <laughs> Guys, those things. we love the constructive criticism. Mm-hmm, Let's just mm-hmm. do it in a respectable way. Yeah. Right? And I, I love that somebody actually said, we have soothing voices, you and I. <laughs> Was that person stoned when they were listening? They had to be. I love that person. She's yes. our new. She's our new best fan. She's my, she's the favorite patient. If there's ever a giveaway, I'm buying her that shirt. (laughs) All right, guys. And jump into our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a lot of fun in there. It's a really supportive, fun environment. We really like it. We're now doing, apparently we're now doing Amanda's favorite things. I know. And I love it so much, but we're going to start. I'm going to post all of the photos that I sent to Amy today. I was excited about. Yes, when this real comes, lame. when this comes out, I will put the link to the episode in the group, and then you can post away in the thread. Cannot wait. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Love your bones. Love you. Love you. I love your bones. I love you more. I love your bones. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.